Hi everyone and welcome to the Fill Your Bowl podcast. Each week I'm going to bring you new episodes which will inspire you to jump out of your comfort zone and ditch society's expectations of what's normal. This podcast is designed for anyone who wants to fill up their bowl in all areas of their life, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually or emotionally. If you're finally ready to jump on the self-love train and opt out of what society expects of you, then you're in the right place. I want to bring you raw and honest conversations on mental health, relationships, navigating life in your 20s, healing your relationship with food, exercise and your body and lots more. Grab a coffee, turn the volume up and let's get started with today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and remember, what's the one thing you'll regret not doing when you're 80 years old? Now, go do it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode. It is another week, another topic, and I am very excited to be talking about this topic because I feel like it is very important. It is a a very important topic and a very hard topic to talk about as well and to maybe hear about too because it's going to be all about coping with weight gain and dealing with weight gain in recovery because it is so hard to gain weight in a society that is constantly shaming women who live in larger bodies and in a society that is constantly putting into people's heads that they should be losing weight and that weight loss should be the number one goal for everyone. And it is just so hard to go against that, go against what society is saying, go against what your friends are doing, what your family are doing, the comments that people are making. Like it takes a very, very strong person to just say, fuck this. Like I am not going to have weight loss as my number one goal anymore because it doesn't make me happy. Why should we be striving for weight loss 24 seven and be miserable with ourselves and our bodies? Like, why should we live like this? It is, it's not fun. It is not fun. So if you are someone who you have put on weight and you're struggling with the weight gain that you have, then listen to this podcast episode because I really hope by the end of it, you feel a little bit better about yourself and you have some tips of things that you could do to try and change the way that you are thinking about your weight gain because weight gain is not bad. Weight loss is not bad and weight gain is not bad. I do just want to say that. For some people, weight loss might be the best possible thing that you can do for your health. For other people, weight gain might be the best possible thing that you can do for your health. Everyone is an individual. Everyone is so different. Everyone is on a different journey, a different path. And weight gain or weight loss is different for everyone and is healthy for different people. And I do just want to mention that I am privileged to live in a smaller body. So I don't know what it is like to live in a society like we are living in today in a larger body because it's fucking hard. People are shamed for living in a larger body. There is weight stigma. There are people who are not getting the right treatment that they need the right medical treatment because doctors are sending them away saying that they just need to lose weight. There are people being judged on a daily basis for the size of their body and it is not okay. So I completely understand that it is hard. It is hard to gain weight in a society that shames weight gain. But like I said, sometimes weight gain is the best thing for you. 
And body image is so personal to every single person. So just because you don't live in a larger body or you're in a medium-sized body or whatever size your body is, whatever shape, whatever size, it is very personal to you. So your feelings, everything you are going through right now is very, very valid. And over the years, I have really come to realize that body image is mental, it is not physical. And how I have come to realize that is my body image right now is more positive than it has ever been. And I've gained weight, but my body image is more more positive than what it was when I was a smaller size. So it is. it has nothing to do with the way my physical body looks and everything to do with the way I am perceiving my body and the mental state that I am in. I look back at photos of myself when my body image was at its worst and physically I looked exactly how I wanted to look. I had the flat stomach. I was so desperately trying to achieve, yet at the time, I could not see it. I could not see that I had a flat stomach and I was desperately trying to restrict food, restrict food, over-exercise so I could get an even flatter stomach. My stomach was as flat as it could be at that time. I look back on photos of me, like there's... um, photos of me when I was 18 years old on holiday in Mexico and I'm looking at my body in some of those photos because I'm in Mexico I'm wearing a bikini and I'm like oh my gosh like I had the perfect body like I had curves which I absolutely hated at the time and now I'm like why did I hate them so much like curves are sexy and there is nothing wrong with them whatsoever I didn't have a thigh gap, but to be honest, that's never really bothered me. It's never been my goal to have a thigh gap. I was obsessed with the flat stomach though. And I had it at that time, but I just couldn't see it. So my perception of my body was incredibly distorted, which is very common in a lot of people with eating disorders. It's very common to struggle with body dysmorphia, which is when you are not seeing your body the way that other people are seeing you. So you think you look bigger than what you actually are. So I guess the question is, how do you get to a place where you can accept your weight gain and your body's natural weight as well? Because genetically, everyone has a natural weight that their body wants to be at. This is the weight that your body is most happiest at. It is the weight that you will stay at when you don't have to engage in any disordered eating behaviors. And everyone's natural weight is going to be so different because we are all different people. We are all individuals. We all have unique biology and makeup and unique experiences in life. So your natural weight is going to be different to your sister, your your mom, your friend, your anyone, anyone in your life. It's going to be different and it's going to be unique to you. So It's going to be maybe some people's natural weight is living in a smaller body. Maybe some people's natural weight is living in a larger body. So the goal is to get to a place where you can accept your natural weight, whatever that is. And that is hard. Like I said, it is hard to live in a body that society does not portray as the ideal body. It is it's hard And it's okay to say that. It's okay to say, like, it's fucking shit. It is shit that society has put this on people, that we should be living in this smaller, um, ideal body and that everything will be happy once we have this thin body. But you can change your mindset. It is 100% within your control to change your mindset and to change the way that you see your body. 
So how do you get there? How do you get to this place? I think firstly, one of the most important things is to end your relationship with the scales. If you are someone that is weighing yourself every single day or multiple times a day or even once a week or a couple of times a week, stop weighing yourself. Stop placing your self-worth on the numbers on the scale. Because I imagine when you step on the scale and you see the numbers have gone up, instantly your self-worth is shot down and your self-esteem has been shot down. And maybe you spend the day restricting food. Maybe you're a little pissed off with yourself because you were just not, not good enough for the past week and you need to be better. You need to be good this week. Maybe you're telling yourself those sorts of things. End that relationship with the scales because it is doing nothing for you. It is dictating your mood for the entire day and you are placing your self-worth on that number. You are worth so much more than that number on the scale. Okay, and next, you need to stop making weight loss your life focus. And that's hard. That is hard when we, again, we live in this society where weight loss is praised. People notice weight loss and people praise weight loss and everyone kind of comments on it and it makes you feel good. It is hard to let go of that being your number one goal. And maybe some of you don't even really know why weight loss is your number one goal, but you just feel like it's become a habit now. You feel like you should have this goal because everyone else around you has this goal. And it's weird if you don't. It's weird if you step back and say, actually, no, I'm not going to diet. I, I'm going to actually enjoy my body and accept my body for what it is right now. I am going to take a step back from all of this. Like that can seem weird sometimes. That can seem like you are stepping out of the norm and Doing that, making a change like that can feel weird and <laughs> people around you might question it as well or might even judge you like, oh, wow, look at her. Like she thinks she's so amazing, like loving her body, accepting her body. Like people might even judge that and it's like you you can just never win. But it is okay to start accepting your body and to start trusting your natural body weight because your natural body weight is predetermined by your genetics and not your desire. Many people struggle to accept their natural body weight, not because they are overweight, but because they are not the weight that they would like to be. But guess what? It doesn't matter what weight you would like to be because your body wants to be a different weight. So you need to start accepting the weight that your body wants to be. If you engage in eating disorder behaviors to maintain your weight, then that is not the weight that your body is supposed to be, okay? I'm going to repeat that. If you need to engage in eating disorder or disordered eating behaviors to maintain your weight, then this is not the weight that your body is supposed to be. So you've got to let go. You've got to let go of these eating disorder behaviors and start allowing yourself to enjoy food again and to let go of weight loss being that number one goal. And I get that it is so hard to let go of something that you have been working so hard for so long for. If you are struggling with weight gain, then some part of you is still subconsciously holding on to that goal of weight loss because you're not accepting the body that you are in right now. And you're still subconsciously trying to lose weight and it's just not working out for you. And you're just not not enjoying the body that you are currently in right now. And maybe you're scared to let go of weight loss being your main goal, because like I said before, you can be judged for not having weight loss as your number one goal and for 
accepting your body. People can be judged for that. Or you might feel like empty. You might feel if you let go of weight loss, like what what will be your purpose in life? You might feel lost and you might feel empty because weight loss has just become a habit. It's become something that you have become drawn to over time. It's become a habit and you don't know who you are without it, without this number one goal. So start figuring out who you are. Start figuring out what your hobbies are, what skills you want to learn. Start exploring yourself and your personality and start getting to know yourself again what are some things that you've not had time to do or the brain space to do because you've been prepping meals all day on Sunday for the week or I don't know you've been just too focused on the numbers and calorie counting when cooking food like you will open up so much brain space when you let go of weight loss being your number one goal And you can then fill that brain space with other things that are going to light up your life and going to make you feel good. And I think if weight loss has been your number one goal for so long, what you can do, you can go back and think about what are your values? Like in life, what are your values? This might be... um, I don't know, something to do with your family, your friends, your career, your hobbies or your skills, like it can be anything like what are your values? Do these values line up with your actions? If maybe you really value socializing with friends and going out for a drink or going out for some some food with friends and enjoying a nice dessert afterwards as well, um, while being present and having a good time, that is one of your values. Yep, you have this goal of weight loss, but all of your actions are saying that you value going out with your friends and having this community more than weight loss. So then why are you still holding on to weight loss as your number one goal? Why is weight loss so important to you? Why isn't going out with your friends and allowing yourself to just have a good time, be present, enjoy the food, enjoy the drinks, enjoy a nice cocktail, whatever it is that you want to get? Why is that not more important to you than weight loss? Because your actions are saying that it is more important to you, yet your mind is telling you that it isn't. So which one is it? Because usually actions speak louder than words. So Instead of doing that, going out with friends, having a good time, enjoying the food, enjoying the drinks, and then beating yourself up about it afterwards, which the beating yourself up does you more harm than anything else, just let yourself do it. Just give yourself full permission to go out with friends and just have a good time without thinking about this other goal that you have is weight loss. Like start letting go, let go of that goal and just give yourself full permission to live by your values and go out with your friends and have a good time. So right now, get a pen and paper and make a list of your values and then do your actions line up with those values. Because if they don't, then you need to start lining up your actions with those values. And then you can write a list of what are some action steps that you can take today or within the next week that align with the values you have put down on your page. Because your values are the things that are going to make you happy and fulfilled and satisfied and like you have purpose. So the more that you are taking action steps towards your values, the happier person you are going to be. And then you're not even going to be thinking about your weight gain when you are kind of living by your values and you're in alignment with them. You're going to be happier and you're not going to be thinking so much about the weight gain that you might have had over the past few months. 
So you really want to get to a place where you can say, I want a better life more than I want to lose weight. I want a better life more than I want to lose weight. You can write this down on a sticky note, stick it on your mirror in your bathroom or in your bedroom. You can read it every single day, every single day. And this is a great affirmation to tell yourself and really drum in the idea that weight loss is not the goal anymore. And enjoying life is now the goal. Because when you're placing so much emphasis on your weight, you are losing sight of the more important things in life. So instead of thinking of it as I have just gained weight, like, oh my gosh, like, this is awful, no one's going to love me, start looking at your weight gain differently. And look at the other things you have gained. You have not just gained weight. What else have you gained? You've gained food freedom. You've gained the ability to eat your food You've gained the ability to eat your fear foods without freaking out. You've gained community. You've gained a deeper connection with yourself. You've gained courage to do other things. You've improved your mental health and your overall well-being. You've improved your energy, maybe. You are now able to go and travel without thinking about food 24-7 or without feeling the urge to exercise constantly or go to the gym, do that hit session. You maybe you've stopped losing hair, maybe your hair has got better and shinier and nicer. Um, And maybe you've improved your confidence as well, which is amazing. Like all of these things are amazing. And they're going to improve your life overall. And maybe you're able to be more present now because your thoughts are not constantly on food and exercise and your body and what you look like. You're able to actually be present in the moment and just enjoy that time that you are spending with the people around you. Maybe you've been able to pick up a new hobby. Um, Maybe you have a new purpose. You found this whole new purpose and it's made you feel alive. Maybe you have just improved relationships with the people in your life. Maybe you now have more brain power and more time to do things that are more important to you. So again, write a list, get a pen and paper, journal, write a list of all the things that you have gained that are not just the weight gain. Because surely all of these other things are more important to you than the weight gain. Okay, so I have some more journaling questions for you. So you really need a pen and paper in this episode or you need to come back to this episode when you are at home with a pen and paper by you. So these journaling questions are from the book Eight Keys to Recover from an Eating Disorder, which is an amazing book. So if you have not read it, I would 100% recommend it. I will put it in the show notes for you so you can go take a look. But here are some more journaling questions. So number one, What would happen if you just decided to stop trying to lose weight? What would happen? Number two, what did your eating disorder promise you if you reach this perfect weight? Number three, do you think it is true or have you noticed this to be true? And a lot of the time, no, it is not true because eating disorders will promise you, diet culture as well, it will promise you this perfect life. It will promise you that everything will be great and rainbows and butterflies and you'll be happy once you get to this ideal weight and you'll be able to eat all the food in the world that you want once you get to this certain weight. But I promise you, you won't. You really won't. Because your eating disorder will then raise the stakes and you'll want to lose even more weight 
And it will just never be enough. It will never, ever be enough. Okay, number four, five, I can't remember now. So number five, how else has the desire to lose weight interfered with your life? And then write about what it might be like to focus on living your life and focus on living by your values that you wrote down previously and then deal with any leftover issues regarding your weight after you have a happier life and you've let go of weight loss being that goal. Like have your number one goal as living by your values and then tell yourself that you can deal with any issues after that. And I imagine nine times out of 10, you'll be so happy at that point because you're living by your values and you have other things to focus on. So weight loss just has no place anymore. It has no place in your life. Okay, so those are some great journaling questions you can write down and start working on today. And I do just want to mention here that weight gain, it is challenging mentally, physically, and emotionally. Like it is very difficult to cope with. So allow yourself to feel what you are feeling. Stop trying to fight it. Stop thinking that you have to be in love with your body. You don't have to be absolutely in love with your body and you don't have to be shouting to the rooftops like, I love myself. I am the best. X, Y, Z. Like, it is okay to feel what you are feeling and it is okay to be struggling with your new body, but still choose to actively work on those feelings that you are feeling instead of ignoring them, like still choose to take steps forward. Okay, so let's think about what some of the steps forward can be that you can start taking today to accept this weight gain that you have had. Okay, so firstly, let's start focusing on how you feel, not how you look. And ways to do this, you need to remove the scales, you need to stop body checking, you need to maybe wear loose clothes for a little bit. If you're wearing tight clothes, your focus is solely on your body, because those clothes are hugging your body. So you can feel your body a lot more. So start wearing loose clothes as you are healing your relationship with your body and stop worrying about the numbers. Forget the numbers. I'm going to do a podcast episode on calorie counting as well, because so many people are stuck in this idea of calorie counting and don't know how to let it go. So I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on that. But You need to stop placing your self-worth on any numbers, like get rid of that because you are worth so much more than a number. Like you are literally selling yourself short by a thousand miles. Do you really think anyone cares about what the size of your genes are or how much you weigh? Do you really think anyone in your life who cares about you cares about your weight? No. No, they don't. And if people are commenting on your weight gain, then you need to set boundaries. You need to politely ask them, my body is off limits. Like, please do not make any comments about my body, whether they are good, whether they are bad. I don't want to hear it. My body is off limits. It is okay to set those boundaries. And if people are not respecting your boundaries, then they're not respecting you. And I know that is a little bit easier said than done because it can be really hard when you are trying to set boundaries with family members and they're just not listening and they keep crossing those boundaries. I get it can be hard. Maybe there are some other things you can do where you just walk away from the conversation and just walk into another room and leave that conversation entirely. Some other ways you can start focusing on how you feel and not how you look is to just check in with your body. Like 
be really present with your body and just ask yourself like how am I feeling today like am I feeling bloated am I not feeling bloated am I feeling hungry am I what, what does hunger look like am I feeling mentally hungry where I just can't stop thinking about food but I don't feel fatigue I don't feel like a lack of concentration I don't feel my stomach rumbling uh, so it's not really physical hunger, but it's more mental hunger because I have fed my body. Or am I feeling physically hungry where I am fatigued, I am lacking concentration and my stomach's rumbling and I just feel starving? Like, how is your body feeling? Do I need to go to the toilet? <laughs> like, just start getting to know your body and start getting to know how it feels at different times throughout the day. And when you eat certain foods, like just check in with your body more and just become a lot more aware of your body and what it's telling you. I used to get incredibly bloated and I sometimes I hadn't even eaten anything and I would wake up all the time just feeling bloated. And ever since I have started eating more, started eating a wider variety of food and started reducing the amount of exercise that I do and changing up the exercise I do to be uh, more calm forms of exercise like yoga or just going for a, a small walk. I have let go of all the bloat. Like, it's been amazing. I now rarely ever feel bloated. And it's great. And it was terrifying letting go of all of those things that I truly believed I had to be doing and following. Like, I never believed that if I let go of exercising so much that it would help beat the bloat. I never believed that. I thought, no, the, the solution is if I feel bloated, I need to exercise because I was confusing being bloated with feeling fat. And then I wasn't labeling my emotions correctly with feeling fat. It was this whole thing. So I am getting off track now, but start focusing on how you feel instead of how you look and see the difference that that really makes and create space in your life for other things. So this can be any hobby or skill that you have that you love that maybe you haven't really had the time to do. Start focusing on doing one thing every single day that is going to lift you up and is going to make you feel happy. One thing for your body or one thing for your mind that is going to make you feel good. So really focus on something that is going to boost your overall well-being rather than change your body. Next, you can say goodbye to anything that does not serve you and is stopping you from being able to accept yourself. So this might be self-limiting beliefs. If you have a lot of self-limiting beliefs, you need to become very, very aware of them and start changing the story that you are telling yourself. And a great way to do this is to write down your self-limiting beliefs on one half of the page and on the other half of the page. Go against that self-belief with something more positive that is going to lift you up. And again, you can write these affirmations on stick it notes and stick them around your house or in your bedroom, in your bathroom, wherever it is that you're going to constantly see it. So you can start filling your mind with more positive thoughts. It is so possible to change your thought patterns that you are having. I imagine if you do have self-limiting beliefs, these are very automatic at the minute. They are the beliefs that you go to straight away because you've been thinking them for I don't know, a year, two years, three years, five years. <laughs> so you've been thinking them for a very, very long time. So it's going to be hard to change that. It's hard to change a habit. And that that is what it's become. These self-limiting beliefs have become a habit that you now need to change. So you have to do the work to change it. You have to actively take actions towards changing it, which means writing positive thoughts, which are not self-limiting and are uplifting, um, writing those and filling your mind with those more positive thoughts. 
and let go of any social media accounts that are not doing you justice. There are so many accounts when I started my journey that I had to unfollow because they were just not doing me any favors. They were focusing way too much on their body and I wanted to take the focus away from my body and put my focus just into my overall well-being and improving my life overall. So I followed, sorry, I unfollowed so many accounts on Instagram, TikTok, um, all the social media platforms and I stopped looking at magazines like you know those magazines which have on the front page um I don't know how to lose 10 pounds in 10 days like rubbish like that I stopped looking at any magazines like that because they were just not doing me any favors and I wanted to step away from that type of content which was bringing me down not lifting me up Another one, you can get rid of old clothes, all right? Have a spring clean. Holding on to old clothes can just make you feel anxious, depressed, and frustrated when you can't fit into those old clothes. So get rid of them. Again, they are not doing you any favors. Stop telling yourself, oh, I will fit into them again one day. They are my motivation to lose weight. No, you <laughs> need to get rid of them and buy yourself some new clothes that actually fit you. And like I said before, nobody cares what size your jeans are. Nobody. And every single store has a different sizing anyway. In some stores, I am, I'm a large. In other stores, I'm an extra small. In other stores, I'm a small. Like I can literally range from extra small to large, depending on the store. <laughs> like It is ridiculous. So we need to stop placing so much importance on that number um, on our clothes size. Okay, and next, what are some things that you can do to prioritize your health? Instead of focusing on your weight, let's focus on your health. How can you add things into your life that improve your overall health? Because health is not just about the food that you eat. Health is about so much more than that. Like how healthy are you emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, like Health is not just about food. And so many of us have this misconception that if you are looking after your health, that this means you have to be on a diet. No, that is not what health means. Health is so much more than that. Your thoughts impact your health and they really shape the way that you see yourself. So start becoming healthy with your thoughts first and change your mindset. As we just spoke about this with the affirmations, you've got to change your mindset. And really practice moving away from weight loss being the goal. So something that you can do here is really educate yourself around health. Educate yourself around certain foods like the macronutrients and the micronutrients and why your body needs fat, protein and carbs, like a mix of them all. And why your body needs a whole array of micronutrients as well, which are just going to help your body thrive. This will really help you when it comes to adding food into your diet instead of restricting food. Because I was 100% that person who used to say, my body thrives on a low-carb diet. No, it absolutely did not. I was craving carbs 24-7 because I was restricting them. So I was craving them so badly. And usually I would be craving the very, very processed types of carbs. The more I started adding carbs into my diet, the less cravings I started to get because my body wanted what it didn't have. So by prioritizing my health, I added carbs back into my diet and that was what prioritizing my health meant. Prioritizing your health is going to mean different things for every single person because everyone has completely different needs. Some people might 
need to cut gluten out because they are celiac. And that's absolutely okay. That is them prioritizing their health. Other people might need to add gluten back in because they have created this fear around eating gluten. And there is no evidence to say that they actually need to cut out gluten because everybody should be able to handle gluten unless you are celiac. So prioritizing your health might actually be working towards adding gluten back into your diet. This is going to mean very different things for different people. So start looking at what prioritizing your health means for you and educating yourself a little bit. And something else that is really important when you are on your self-acceptance journey is to change your mindset around exercise. If you are someone that is exercising purely for weight loss only, then it is time to change your mindset around this and start exercising for ways that are more enjoyable than just for weight loss. Start thinking about the types of exercise that you actually enjoy and that make you feel good and make you feel strong and empowered and maybe calm. Maybe you want to lift weights one day because they're going to make you feel strong, but then you want to do yoga another day because it makes you just feel calm and relaxed and present and in the moment. So start changing your mindset around exercise because there are so many benefits towards exercise that are not just weight loss. So I do have a podcast episode on exercise addiction and some ways that you can change your mindset around exercise and start thinking of exercise as something that is more enjoyable and just a way to make your body feel good and not a way to punish yourself and for weight loss only. And then when you are on this journey, it is so important to stop engaging in diet talk because the people that are engaging in diet talk are the people that do not accept their body a lot of the time and are the ones that are actively trying to lose weight. And if losing weight is something that you are trying to step away from, then you're not going to step away from it unless you also disengage from the diet talk that is going on around you. So that might mean if maybe you go to work, you're in the office and there's people talking about it, you either need to set a boundary and ask people not to speak about it around you or to you, or you just walk away from the conversation and you don't have to say anything. That is entirely your choice to kind of walk away if you're in a group, maybe not if it's just you and one other person one-to-one you might need to just let them know you are not comfortable having these types of discussions but it is so important to put those boundaries in place because people just don't know and it is so common for people to be on a diet it is just the norm in today's society for people to just be on a diet so if you are someone that does not want to engage in diet talk because you are stepping away from that mindset and stepping away from that constant need to spend your life's purpose losing weight then start putting your boundaries in place and disengaging with the diet talk. And another journaling exercise, which is amazing. I love this one. I used to do this all the time and I've got into some bad habits and I don't do it as much as I used to, but start showing more gratitude towards your body and start being thankful for what it does for you. So this is something else that you can journal on every single morning, get out your notepad and pen and just write down three things that you are grateful for that your body does for you. And it can be so simple. It can be as simple as I'm grateful for my legs for allowing me to have a shower this morning or I am grateful for my hands for allowing me to brush my teeth or make my morning coffee or I don't know anything it can be so small but it is so important to just start showing more gratitude because your body does so much for you and your body is working for you 
all of the time. It is not working against you. It is working for you. And it wants you to not just live, but to thrive as well. And a question that I always find I am asking myself is, what would 80-year-old me wish I had done? Because I imagine when I am 80 years old, I'm not going to be thinking to myself, oh, I am so glad that I didn't have that donut on Saturday night um, that I really, really wanted. But I'm so glad I stay committed to my health goals and stay committed to having the the perfect body and and I stayed motivated and committed and I stayed disciplined as well like 80 year old me is not going to be thinking that she's going to be thinking you bloody idiot like you should have just eaten that donut no one cares what your body looks like no one loves you for your body so just eat the donut and move on Like when you are older, you're going to look back and think, why did I waste so much of my life and my time trying to make my body smaller and stressing about what my body looked like instead of just being in the present moment and making memories and having fun? I spend so much time, so much wasted time just stressing about food, stressing about exercise, stressing about calories and when I was going to burn off the food that I'd had for last night's dinner and food, exercise, worrying about my body, it just took up way too much brain space, which could have gone to more important things. So just think about you in five years time. This is another journal exercise you can do actually. Think about your life in five years time and think about two different types of lives you could have. The type of life you could have if you make a change today to start accepting yourself, start accepting your body exactly how it is right now, start practicing things I have spoken about today to start accepting your body. Um, And like I said, you don't have to love your body, you just have to accept it for what it is. And so what your life would be like if you do the work now and you heal your relationship with your body, yourself, food, exercise, all the things, what would your life be like in five years time? And then write another journal entry on what would your life be like in five years time if you don't make any changes? Where will you be? Who will you be? What will your life be like? Will it just be exactly as it is now? And are you okay with that? Like, are you okay with your life being exactly as it is now if you don't make any changes and you don't do the work to start healing your relationship with your body and food? Is that something that you're happy with? Because if it's not, then you have the choice to change that today. You have the choice to start taking action steps towards self-acceptance and towards a healthier relationship with food and your body and it is okay to put your hand up and say I want this but I need help I need to work with someone who can help get me there it is okay to do that and so many people in this space will work with someone to help them get to that place where they want to be in terms of their relationship with their body Okay, and that is the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love it if you could share it to any of your social media platforms. That would really help me out. And also feel free to jump in my DMs. Um, Come send me a message if you resonated with anything I spoke about today or if you just want to chat, my DMs are always open. So come send me a message on Instagram. My Instagram name is fillyourbowl underscore, same as the podcast name. And I will see you all next week for another episode. Bye.